Hello, everyone. I'm Caleb, your GM. Welcome to episode two of Trailblazers. I'm so excited that you guys are here with us. Just wanted to let you guys know a couple things to keep in mind. Remember, these players are still learning the rope, so as they're going, they're getting better and better, but there's still a few things that, you know, we clarify while we're playing. This is the first real, you know, combat they get into, uh, aside from the goblins in the first one. As well, microphone quality is still bad, and I apologize for that. You're going to hear a lot of background noise and uh, some bad quality from our from our players. Uh, my apologies. Again, that will get better in the future. I guarantee it. Uh, we've been going for a while now. Uh, we have like fit, uh, about 20 episodes already recorded, and a lot of them are much better. So don't worry. Uh, it's coming to be better. Don't worry about that. Let's talk about what happened the last time on Trailblazers. Our players woke up in a strange and mysterious place, received a scroll and a strange objective. They were to deliver the scroll to the Emperor in the South. Getting out of this little dungeon they were in, they figured out that they can get to the South by going through the Plague Lands. And that is what they will attempt to do today. They have bought potions to be able to get through the Plague Lands without dying, so we shall see how well they work. So let's get right to it. Now it's time for Trailblazers. So we very, very last left off, I think, with you buying the potions. So let's say you're at the... Is that, am I right there? Is that correct? Yes. All right, so you, you've just left the shop. Tell me, what is it that you do? Do we have a map? You do not have a map. You have instructions. Somebody tells you... Uh, when you talk to that dwarf guy, I've already yep. forgotten his name... He tells you to go to south to, uh, you'll get to Ravenholm, and then from there you can go to the Playlands. Sweet. So it's a small town, mostly a, a farming community, but it's kind of like farming. No one trusts their crops anymore, so they kind of don't do good business mm-hmm. because of their proximity to Playlands. I forgot to ask a question last time that I thought of afterwards. Mm-hmm. We were given instructions, obviously, how to use it, like the the potion. Yes, because we never went into detail that. You sure, yeah. It, you have to say a, you have to say something. Do we have to do it? Do you we have to wait until we're actually in contact with somebody, or do we do it beforehand? You drink. You do it beforehand. You drink it, and it immediately begins functioning, making you resistant to all kinds of diseases, whether natural or supernatural. Right, but we shouldn't waste any time. We wouldn't drink it until we actually get in. Right. Deep, right. And the guy, when you say, when do you think we should drink it? He laughs at you and says, oh, you'll know when you're in the play. When okay. you're about to get to the playlands. Okay. And, it, and he gives no, no more details than that. But you should definitely drink it before you walk into the playlands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because last time we had it, you made it seem like we were like right on the edge, ready to go in. You're saying we're not. No, you're one town away. Okay. Then, I mean, if we're going to do it, let's just go and do it. We would head to that town. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, let's head to the border town. All right. So you guys begin to travel. Um, are you walking? Are you hiring a carriage to take you to Ravenholm? I don't know. You did, that's the first I've heard that we could do that. Yeah, you should totally hire <laughs> How much does that cost? Yeah, it'd be free in your taxes. Then yeah, why not? Uh, you don't want to do that? You want to walk? Walking is so much fun. <laughs> Alright. I have no... I wouldn't argue it one way or another. There's benefits to each way. It's completely up to you. Um, Let's walk. 
Yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's walk. Okay. Nine bandits come out of the bushes. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> we kill uh, them with our eyesight alone. Yeah. <laughs> Medusa's there. Sir, you can do that? Do you remember when I told you I didn't want to do the minutia and make this a, a shopping simulator? Yeah. Along that same vein, you don't really have to worry about arrows and bullets. If there's ever a time where I'm going to hold you to exactly what's on your character sheet, I'll let you know. But little okay. things like that, assume you have your ammunition and such. Sweet. Oh, man, that's a big assumption with a gun. You're just assuming I have infinite bullets? Yep. Unless you want to go every time we get to, buy all your bullets. Boring. Well, in, in that case, can I buy a minigun? No. <laughs> no, and I... the moment you begin uh, to, what's the word, um, take advantage of the system, I'll take it away. If you say, like... then I would like to build a, a whole barrel full of gunpowder and throw at the enemy. Well, <laughs> I've written down that I had 10 million gold. Right. When we stopped last time. <laughs> there you go. Sergio and Thaddeus, there's your sheets. Muchos gracias. Don't insult me. I think me. I actually, I figured out how it actually works, so um, I think we're good. Oh, okay. I can't just favorite it and pull it up online. I actually have to click on the thing that's right. in the it's, Yeah, it's not online at all. It is a file. It's like a Word right. file on your computer. So it's HTML. That's all. Okay. So you guys begin walking to the south, and uh, you know it's it's early summer, so you bring things to clean down, you have water and all that, and you're and you're walking down, and uh, you have to you have to sleep a couple times. You, you I'd say you, you maybe you brought a tent or something, you know, nothing too major, and you sleep in it. Uh, one night while you're sleeping, um, word. Yes, sir. You hear. You wake up. Very, very quiet sound, but somehow it woke you up of your tent zipping, unzipping, or being unbuttoned, or I should say unbuttoned. There's no zippers. You can Somebody was going to go take a pee, I guess. Someone is opening it. And uh, you look around and you see both uh, Thaddeus and David are still asleep. And it's being opened from the outside. What do you do? Wait, we're all in the same tent? Yep. Unless you want to have multiple. You can have multiple tents if you want. Up no, I you. think staying together is probably good so far on this journey. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Sergio, well, what do you do? Since since I don't know what it is, I... wait a minute. Can yeah. I can I make an objection? Uh, <laughs> okay, would, go ahead. We would have a guard. I wouldn't just all three of us go to sleep. I wouldn't have done that. That is a very fair point. Which one of you like okay. to stand guard this night? We would sleep in shifts. You would sleep in shifts. Okay. So you could say he was it was his shift. We'll say that. That's a very good point. Thank you very much. I'm just saying, don't make us dumber than we are. No, absolutely right. <laughs> and I'm glad oh, David did that. Well, if ever there's a time when I say something that you wouldn't do, please let me know. Hey, guys, let's just go to sleep in the strange woods. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> See you in the morning. Good point. You are on shift guarding, and what happens as I described happened. What do you do? Okay, I would like... Since I don't know what's going to happen, I get the feeling it would be wise maybe to just start a bar performance. Okay. Which one would you like to start? Um, no, no. Is there something that kind of has an, a, a, like a gradual awakening kind of effect? Hmm. Most, that, uh... of them, most of them happen right when you start it. Um, they're the ones that might be interested here for you is fascinate, which is the target becomes fascinated with you, which kind of, like, gets them not to do anything except, you know, look at you. Um, 
Some of the other ones are more for helping your allies. Uh, counter Song tries to counter magical effects. Inspire Courage gives your allies some bonuses. Hmm. Well. Hmm. Um, between fascinate and inspire courage. It's up to you. I think fascinate might be a good one. That way it would, uh, I feel like if someone is fascinated with me, they're less likely to attack me. Okay. Rather, they will just be curious and inquisitive about my nature. Very good. You begin playing a song. Uh, David and Thaddeus, you stay asleep. You don't wake up. The tent opens, and in walks the man in the white suit who first teleported you to that room. And he says, Ah, Sergio, I miss your playing. And you notice he is not fascinated with you, which you know would take somebody who is very powerful. Or at least fairly powerful to not have not be fascinated. And he looks over to you, and, and he, uh, he sits down on a little... Uh, foldable stool you have brought out um, and he says Thaddeus I've come with you with to him uh, Thaddeus, uh, Sergio I've come to you with a message you do not recognize this man aside from the one time he teleported you right he says the red cardinal will tell you something you must do it immediately there are three signs given one to each of you you must keep them to yourself and not share them with each other. I cannot promise you'll be safe if you follow the signs. I cannot even tell you why you are given them. But understanding is not a prerequisite for obedience. But I can promise that if you follow them, you will find what you're looking for, even if you didn't know you were looking for it. Without waiting for a response, he stands up and turns around and begins to walk outside of the tent. Do you do anything? I guess I could try and stop him and ask him something, but chances are he's not the kind of guy who would stop. You can do whatever you want. All right, I'll call out to him for a second. Just be like, hey, hold up. All right, he stops with his back still to you. Why are you telling us this? What, What does this mean? How does this relate to everything that's happening? Sergio, do you do you know what angel means? I've heard of them. No, you misunderstand. They're normally beings in heaven. You that misunderstand. Are... I do not ask you what an angel is. I ask you what it means. He turns his head to you and says, angel simply means messenger. And with that, he turns his head and he leaves the tent. Hmm. Thaddeus. Yes. In your dream, you see a man in a white suit, unsurprisingly. And he tells you, in, th- in this dream, you're back in that one room where you started in. Mm-hmm. And uh, except the room is now covered. It's kind of like a mix between the room you started in and your cathedral. It's like a mix. Mm-hmm. Blended as only a dream can. And... This man in the white suit looks to you and he says, Thaddeus, I have a message to you. You must not stop 
the first person to insult the name of your god. In fact, you must not stop this person from doing anything. You must not run away from him, and none of your friends may interfere with him. There are three signs given, one to each of you. You must keep them to yourself and not share them with each other. I cannot promise you you will be safe if you follow these signs. I cannot tell you why you are given them, but understanding is not a prerequisite for obedience. But I can promise that if you do follow them, you will find what you're looking for, even if you didn't know you were looking for it. Do you say anything? Oh. When I don't know what to say. Then your dream ends. Okay. David, you receive no such dream. All three of you wake up in the morning. It's a nice morning. Cock-a-doodle-doo. What do you do? I guess. Rise and shine. Uh, I'm still typing. Hold on a sec. Maybe you wake up to the smell of breakfast being cooked by where, uh, whoever had last shift. There you go. There you go. Um. Eggs big. Okay. We'll say ah, we'll say Thaddeus was last shift, so Thaddeus, you're making some from breakfast. Sweet. Um. Mm. Cooking up some bacon and eggs. That's right. Uh, I look at them. How is? Uh, are they awake? Yes, yeah, so everyone comes out of the tent. How'd you all sleep? Good. Did anyone uh, see any action during their shift? Well, there was this guy in a suit who showed up. Wait, no, there's a what? A guy in a suit. A white suit. <clears throat> he showed up. Yeah, the guy that uh, sent me to that dungeon with you guys. What do you say? I can't share everything. I'm not at liberty to share everything, but there will be a sign for each of us. And in some way, we need to heed these signs. You trust this guy? You feel like he, he's here to help, or uh... I don't know. I feel like he's here to portend fate. If that makes any sense. Well, none of this makes sense, so I guess it makes about as much sense as anything else happening. I guess for now, we kind of got to go by what he's telling us or kill him next time. See if he, he seems what? kind of strong. I wouldn't recommend that. Stronger than us, anyway. How do you mean? Did he do something that displayed that for you? Or he just told you that? I used a certain ability that I have, and he didn't affect him at all. Most people are affected by it. Interesting. Like a magic ability? What ability do you have? Well, I have the saxophone here. Okay. You know, the one that I used to play that song that annoys you guys so much. Uh-huh. Uh, normally, I can play other songs and make people sort of not enamored, I wouldn't say, but they become curious about me. They, they focus on me. That's just one effect that it could have. It can also make other effects take place. But I had no effect on him whatsoever. Mm. Did he seem to mean you harm? 
No. As a matter of fact, it felt more like he wanted to help us be aware of coming danger or just coming events. <clears throat> Until it looks like he means us definite harm, I would advise against attacking him. I feel that would be wise. Alright, I'll abide by that. Anything else you'd like to do before you begin traveling back uh, to Ravenholm? Uh, take a quick look around. Uh, you're you're in a, a kind of a plain like area. It's not completely plains with no trees, but it's fairly flat. Okay. So we can see anything coming for a distance. Yeah, for a little distance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm good to go. Peace out, sir. Let's go. Okay. Cool. Let's You guys are traveling, and uh, it's going to take about a week on foot to get to Ravenholm. So. Uh, unless you guys have anything you'd like to do in that week, we can skip to you getting to Ravenholm. Yeah, let's just get to Ravenholm. Okay. Yeah. You're at Ravenholm, you arrive. It's a small farming town. It's got a little inn, as almost every town does. But it doesn't seem it's particularly set for visitors. And uh, there's a couple other things, a couple shops, a bathhouse that you might want to take partake of because you've been traveling for a week. All sorts of things. What'd you guys like to do? That's all tax stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a bath. Yeah, you go to the bathhouse. Bathhouse in this world is just like an open public bathhouse. Like you, you tax and you walk in. You can wear as little to as much clothes as you want. It's of all kinds. Matter of fact, there's some people you wish were wearing clothes. What kind of people are there? Uh, you see um, elves and humans. In almost every town, you always notice those two. They're kind of the foundation of the empire. Um, but you, in this town, you also notice a couple... Ooh, a couple um, kobolds. Kobolds, David, are lizard people. Um, maybe half, a little over half your height. Hmm. You notice a bunch of them. There seems to be a small kobold community here. Okay. Okay. Uh, David, you said you wanted to go take a bath? Yeah. Okay. Um, I join him, but I try to wear as much cloth as possible. Sure, you have full undergarments, I'll say. Okay. Like a short sleeve t shirt and shorts, maybe. Mm-hmm. Whatever you wish to have. Okay. Um. I uh, take a look around the bath with David, and I, I guess. Okay. Word? Uh, Sergio? I'll take a quick bath. All right. So y'all, y'all take a bath. Um. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish Lauren was here. Um. <laughs> In the bathhouse? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, yes. I, I, I like where this game's going. I had, uh, I have an event that I thought she might like, but oh well. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Totally to put You are in the bathhouse. It seems a. Thank you. Uh, I'm so immature. <laughs> I'm so glad. Uh, Maybe the man in the white suit's a pimp. <laughs> that was my first thought. When I encountered him, uh, he has a he's a large <laughs> hat with a big fluffy uh, feather. Yeah, uh, and it came with a mirror ball on it, right? That is right. Wow, <laughs> looking for his new bottom. My How did you? <laughs> wow. Did he have a Cadillac? <laughs> <laughs> this baby's got one horsepower. 
Um, the guy wanted some money. I could have helped him out. You know, I know how to get the. Uh... Anyway. <laughs> Skip. Um, this it's a it's it's in the middle of the day, noon. Um, so a lot of people at the bathhouse. It seems to be a high time for it. So it's pretty full. You guys were like. When you got in, there wasn't very many spots. You did happen to find some spots near each other, but most of the spots were taken up, and they were quickly filled. And uh, you guys taking a bath, having uh, whatever you like to do, small conversation or none at all. And uh, you hear all of a sudden all the conversations stop, much like when you were in the hotel and everyone stopped and a few people screamed, except there's no screaming. Everyone stopped. And you kind of look up, and everyone has their head pointed, uh, you know, turned to the entrance. And come walking in, you see a cat folk. And the cat folk has large strips of his fur missing. Mm. Uh, and he has an eye patch over his, his eye, one of his eyes. And his tail seems to be cut off maybe three quarters of the way down. So he has barely any tail at all. And he walked in with a limp. And um, I want... Sergio and Thaddeus to roll a knowledge history check if you have it. If you don't, it's just your intelligence modifier. Did I just hear an actual D12 girl? An actual what? Yeah, he did. He has a he has the actual dice. <laughs> intelligence modifier? Yes, if you don't have a knowledge skill intelligence modifier. Uh, Bard, you happen to have an ability called Lore Master, and once a day you can take 20 on your skill check, which means you automatically treat as if you rolled a 20 and then add your modifier. Yeah, I mean, okay. if it's once a day, I don't think I should use it right now because with my... It's really up to you. My total combined with my uh, roll, it's a 14. Okay. So okay. it's not bad. Uh, what did you get, Thaddeus? Um, my original roll was a 3 plus my 1 intelligence modifier. So. Okay. But I found an awesome thing to use from now on. Very nice. Uh, Sergio, yeah, you know that uh, cat folks was, when they were slaves, you know they were whipped and stuff, and and often their fur would hide the scars. But particularly vicious owners would beat them so bad that they would leave thick scars that would stop the fur from growing back. And um, so you know that, and so that that must obviously be what has happened here. He must have obviously had a very severe and villainous owner before he was freed. Um, you, <laughs> that is the first thing you notice. Someone else noticed something else first, and you hear somebody say from an indistinct location inside the bathhouse, whoa, you're going to poke somebody's eye out with that thing. Put that thing away. And he kind of laughs, and then you hear him go, oh, as he kind of, he notices the eye patch. Everyone kind of looks at him, and he kind of gets embarrassed. Someone next to Thaddeus, you. Gets up, walks over to the to the cat folk, puts a hand on his shoulder, and say, "You can have my spot," and leaves the the um, bathhouse. The cat folk gives him the smallest of nods, stays silent, walks over, and sits down in the bath next to you. What do you guys do? Uh, what time of the day is it? High noon. <laughs> Shoot out in the center of town. <laughs> there you go. You guys are Wait, at wait. The OK Corral. This guy's embarrassed. <laughs> Kill him. Um, <laughs> I'd rather die than uh, embarrassed. It's a dude, right? It is a dude. 
that, that, oh yes, uh, this is going to be next. Uh, uh, how do you? I wish if I had. I guess the coins are two sided. It is. Let's get up there. Very good, uh, Sergio. Next to you, you hear. I don't care how well hung you are. You look like that. No girl's ever going to touch you. <laughs> he says that quietly to his friend next to him, but you overhear him. Wait, who said? Somebody said that to the cat. Just some. No, somebody person. said it to his friend, and you overheard it. Speaking about the cat. Uh, he says, I don't care I, how well hung the cat folk are. You look like that. No one's going to touch you. He's sitting next to me? No, next to Sergio. Next the to cat Sergio, folk okay. is sitting next to you. That's correct. Okay. Good afternoon, my friend. How are you? He kind of turns his head to you abruptly and kind of nods a little bit and says, Okay. How? He turns his head back, looking forward and down. Does he look like he needs medical attention? No, these are old. Okay. Old scars, old wounds. Look at the man who spoke to his friend, and I'm just kind of scowling at him. <laughs> Roll for scowl. <laughs> just wondering, like, how could you be that disrespectful? The guy looks at you and kind of... You can tell he feels guilty, and he kind of looks away from you. And for the rest of the time in the bathhouse, he doesn't look at you. I, That's right. I'm back to my business. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Now that I've made him feel thoroughly. You guys do anything in this bathhouse? Um, I ask him his name. He looks Force that mean guy to drop the soap. Yeah. <laughs> he looks at you and says, My name is Ferris. Bueller? Bueller? <laughs> Sorry. Wait, where am I in relation to them and this? You were close to them. Let's say it is you, someone else, cat folk, Dom, word. So you were between Thaddeus by a, per- a person, and, and the cat folk is between you and Thaddeus. Okay. So you guys are kind of on your own. My character would be totally dumbfounded by a giant cat person. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely be at a loss for words here. Um, yeah, I don't, the thing is, I don't want to do all the talking. I'm nervous. No, I know. I, I would probably turn, I would turn to, to Thaddeus or, or uh, Serge, whoever was closer, and say, is this a, <laughs> is this a, a normal citizen is this someone you would see often i'm gonna retcon for just a moment just to okay. help things i'm gonna okay. put you three together so that you can talk okay right, so you, are, you are three together okay and we'll see yeah then i would definitely say help me out guys because where i'm from this is beyond even for everything i've seen this is be- bizarre beyond that <laughs> i just kind of turned to the other two and i'm like hey guys just relax this is completely normal <laughs> And, and Caleb, what exactly, real quick, just so I understand, how much do I know about cat folk? You know the history of they were slaves taken over when okay. the empire was founded. They, they took over their, their empire, made them slaves, and then they were freed very recently by the emperor. Mm-hmm. And everyone thinks because he has a cat folk wife. Okay. Um, it was kind of scandalous when he married a cat folk. Yeah. And people, that's probably one of the things they don't like about uh, the emperor because no one likes their property being taken away and they viewed the cat folk as their property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. uh, I look at the... Uh, hold on, what did I... What have I... I've asked him, what is his name? Um, How are you and what is your name? Yeah. Uh, what brings you here this, this afternoon? He's kind of like 
putting the water on his fur and he says to take a bath what has brought you here gambling debt that escalated quickly he's making fun of you in other words what else would I be doing in this bath oh okay I got you what do you think I'm doing here Riding, trying to learn how to ride a unicycle yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I honestly have no idea what to say. All right, I turn to the cat and say, "We're Thank on you. our way to the plague lands. Do you know anything about them?" He looks at you and says, "I know about as much as anybody does. That no one is allowed to go into the red mist. That if the clockworks don't kill you, the mist will." Do how do you how do you know that? We all know that. When the after the plague, when the emperor took the throne, he had the alchemists make a red mist, and, it, and the plague lands are covered in it. If you walk into it, it attaches to you. And when you walk out, by the time the red mist goes away, if you're not infected, you know you're safe. He sends clockworks to patrol the plague lands, so that. Anyone healthy can't go in, and anyone sick can't go out. Why do you ask? Because that's where we're going. And why do you write your name on your underwear? And why is your name Haynes? <laughs> <laughs> Who said I was wearing underwear? Uh, oh, snap. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You're that kind of player. How do we get our Haynes on you? <laughs> He asks you, why do you ask? Uh, I just told him why. Because <laughs> we're heading that way. Why would you ever want to go there? That's kind of point A to point B, you know. Yeah. No, not really. Quick, we're quick, not quick, something we want to do. Just that's quick, a, right. yeah. that's kind of our business. Capital. Oh, okay. I'll shut up. <laughs> no, it's Come fine. On. Sometimes I, Skype you I, interrupt I, each other. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, I like his approach better, though. So I'm, I'm shutting up. He looks at you and says, um, "Well, I'm glad I was able to help you and answer your questions." And he gives you the middle finger, and he Man. goes back to not paying attention to you. Figure we can milk this guy for more info. I just don't know what. And also get more fingers. <laughs> that one really well. I ask him, are you from here or did you travel here? Lucian goes, that's my business. <laughs> I bayonet him in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Good eye. <laughs> Roll for a... Uh, uh, Roll for sick? You sick freak. <laughs> I like to take my pipe and empty it in his eye. <laughs> I like to blow some smoke right into his lungs so it coughs everywhere. <laughs> I, I, to Thaddeus and Serge, I just say, it, it seemed like there was something to this guy, but I, I'm not so sure. Maybe we should just uh, dry up, dress, and move on. Um, yeah, you know, I agree. He's not being cooperative. Yeah. We're going to have to take him in, guys. <laughs> All right. All right uh, as as I dry off and I put my stuff back on, as I'm walking by him, I say, "May, uh, may the blessings of the Lord be upon you." And I keep going. He gives you the nastiest look you've ever seen—a look that almost says, "Like 
you could just like you could tell from his past experiences yeah by looking at him Stop he doesn't it. expect any blessings mm-hmm yeah. alright you guys leave um is there anything else you'd like to do in the town before you start heading south further to the Plaguelands next stop is the Plaguelands um real quick Hmm. We we didn't hear about that red mist before, did we, guys? No, that's the first time you've heard about the red mist. We knew there was something with the plague lands that made them very plague-like. Yeah, so it's not unexpected. So we know red mist is potion time. Yeah. Is it actually a red mist? Can you actually see it? The catcher made it seem like we could. Hmm. Let's go to the shop. Let's just go see if they got anything worth getting. Yeah. Oh, oh. Sure, you want to go to a, a blacksmith, a alchemist? What are you going for? Get some deadly plague resistance uh, armor. You've already got that. Oh, armor. <laughs> yeah, we need extra protection. All yeah, that'll run you 500,000 gold. <laughs> we'll steal <Okay>. it. <laughs> Roll sleight of hand. <laughs> well, if you guys want to go to the blacksmith and check it out, I, I, you can. Yeah, she's clunking out of the blacksmith shop. Like hey, what, what, what's that? Oh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> Roll diplomacy. I got a 20. Okay. He says okay. <laughs> it's a gift. You can have it. <laughs> All right. Uh, which, where do you want to go? What are you looking for? Um, we can assume you get resupplied. Okay. Better weapons, if we can find them. You want to get better weapons? Of course. You go to the blacksmith, and, uh, and you can have any sort of weapon you wish for. What kind of weapons support? are fairly cheap. What what kind of sword has he got? Swords. The oh. guy the guy says to you I've got I got any kind of sword you want. Name it. I'll probably have it in stock, and if I don't, I can make it in a few days. Uh, you wouldn't happen to have a yeah, sword. You, you see a lot of tools. It's a farming place. So you see scythes and mm-hmm. small things like shovels. I assume he doesn't have a pistol. He does not. He kind of laughs when you say that and says, "Around near." If you want a pistol, you gotta go. You gotta go uh, south of Core Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergio. Oh no, no, no. Um, yeah, Sergio and Thaddeus. You both are kind of from the south, not the if south of the capital anyway. Yeah. Uh, firearms are much more prevalent in the south. You know that. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I back up what the guy's saying. Um, do I have a shovel or like a spade? No, but you can get one for free. I'll get one. Okay. Do any of us have a? Rope? If you want a hoe, though, you got to pay for that because you got to sleep with them all night. It's just like oh, I my, have. I have got to find the guy in the white suit. That's right. <laughs> I got rope in the last town. I have yeah, rope. I, okay. I started with it, so. So does anyone want any specific weapon? There's swords, two-handed, one-handed. There's maces, flails, spears. What do you list want? Of, uh, weapons uh, you know, hold on, Sergio. You you're not very strong, so weapons probably like anything. It's not a crossbow. You're going to get a penalty on because you're not strong. Crossbows don't. Oh. They don't rely on your strength or dexterity. That's why they're so good. Uh, they don't have any... You said the shooting weapons are in the south, though, right? The crossbows and stuff anyone can make and have. Okay, well... You have a light crossbow. You can have a better one if you want. Do I get a penalty? Can a gunslinger use a crossbow? You totally can. Crossbows have no penalties or benefits. So if you have a high strength, they don't help you out. They're good right. for people who are bad at fighting. No, I'm good. Basically, you just need a stronger crossbow. So... Does this guy have any? He says, yeah, I got a heavy crossbow. Uh, the difference between your light crossbow and heavy crossbow is it takes longer to reload, and it does a little bit more damage. You're rolling at 1d10 oh, instead of 1d8. 
I'll take it. Okay. Uh, it's 50 gold, he says. So this doesn't go on the... Well, I guess it wouldn't go on the tax thing unless you paid... No, yeah, yeah, unless you paid a... I don't, I don't even know if there is one for... Like a thousand gold a month, maybe? Um... Huh? I think you paid a hundred gold a month, did you not? So anything ten gold or less is free. So this is not free to pay fifty right, gold. Right. By any chance, does he have a spear? He does. Two gold. Oh. So. Yeah, I'll bite. Right. Take a spear. It does one d eight. It's critical. Okay. It's times three. That's all you need to know. You wouldn't happen to have any um. I don't know. Stronger daggers. Oh, oh, by the way, the statistics for your crossbow, it, it's 1d10, and it crits on a 19 or 20, and it does times 2 damage. It, it's a two-handed weapon. Uh, light crossbows, only one-handed, I think. No, no, they're both two-handed. Yeah, that would uh, make sense. What did you say? A, a better dagger? Um, no. He has yes. a standard okay. dagger. Gotcha. What did you say, Gladiator? Anything else? No, I'm all good. I got my spear. Very good. When you get the blacksmith uh, there, David, you're with him, I assume, you see mm -hmm. all sorts of leather armor, and you get the feeling that your leather jacket is probably more protective than their leather armor. If not, it's equal. So you feel no need to have to buy any armor. That combined with your helmet. Interesting. I know what David bathed in. Just his chaps. That's it. Nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. Assless chaps. That's right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Anything else before you guys go to the south? Um, I'm ready to go if you guys are. I'm ready. You guys couldn't have picked a better place to go near Halloween, by the way. <laughs> Seriously. All right, you guys go again. It takes about a week before you get to where you can see in the distance a red fog. Mm. When you say in the distance, what do you mean? A day away? An hour away? Between two and three hours away. Might be potion time. Might be. And we'll say the sun is setting. It's a little, yeah, it's a little past noon. Yeah, I think it's potion time. How long does this potion last? A week. A week. You have another one. Okay, and how long? You guys want to camp? Well, I think we should get through that mist first, and then worry about that. No, I mean wait till the break of day and not go oh. at night. Even though you're gonna have to spend dark. several nights in there because hey, you know I, I I'm gonna agree with Dave though. I think that starting going inside the plague lands, the the official border, will be better done at the break of day. You don't want to know what is out there at night. Yeah, we'll have to face it eventually. But the the longer we can push it off, the yeah, better. Yeah, why not get a whole day before we're there at night? A whole day of walk. Very good. Mm. All right, y'all go to sleep. Unless you guys want to do anything else, you wake up. Does anyone stay guard? Yeah, you guys go on a shift. All right. All right. When you all, all right. wake up, David, you hear a loud noise outside. Running out of the tent, you see a carriage. And the carriage is being driven by a man in a white suit. <laughs> you turn around, your tent is gone. You turn back to him, you are now in a blacklist void. 
And just the man in the white suit is there. Four. And he's standing, the carriage is gone. David, he says to you, I have a message for you. David Cohen. Someone will offer you the power to return to your family. You must refuse it. There are three signs given, one to each of you. You must keep them to yourself and not share them with each other. I cannot promise you will be safe if you follow the signs. I, can't e I cannot even tell you why you are given them. But understanding is not a prerequisite for obedience. But I can promise that if you do follow them, you will find what you are looking for, even if you didn't know you were looking for. I don't say anything. He walks <coughs> to you, and he gets very close to you. And he puts his hand on either of your sho on both your shoulders. Do you stop him anyway, or do you let him? No, I let him. He looks right into your eyes and says, and on a personal note, I'm sorry that you had to be taken from your family. You wake up, David. Okay. And there's Thaddeus poking at a dying fire, and we're and Sergio asleep. Uh, you kind of you kind of wake up and like you like you're like in a cold sweat. I have a question. Yes, go ahead. Was the wagon a Cadillac? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, the top—it was not a Cadillac, but the wooden tires did have white wall. Okay. <laughs> was there any purple on it? Um, it was actually all purple. Is it night or is it day? It's now the morning. All right, so I, I cook breakfast and wake them up. Okay. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you. Okay. You guys. Prepare yourselves, and I take it you, t you drink your potions. Oh, one other thing. Just to save the time, for the game's sake, I tell them everything he said except for what the sign actually is. Very good. He does that for you guys. Oh, thank you. I think at this point, Thaddeus, you're the only one who hasn't told them that you had a sign. Yeah. Okay. You guys take your potions? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Walk into the playlands, I take it. Yeah. Um, as we're walking, I hint them that the white, the guy in the white suit visited me, but I don't tell them what he said. Okay. You now know that everyone had seen the man in the white suit. Um, as you're walking, you can hear... As you get closer and closer, and you see what is causing it. As you, go in, as you see closer and closer, you're seeing green lights... And you see they belong to clockwork. These oh clockwork have bright lights in the center of their chest, and they're all green. I'm going to send you all a picture of what a clockwork looks like. Can I uh, convene with my mates? Of course. Uh, just to denote the obvious guys, I think we should take a different route. <laughs> and not get closer to them. You don't want to tangle with clockworks? Go ahead and... Do uh, you? Why don't you make a, no. a perception check there, uh, Lord? Perception. Okay, It's a twenty. Wow, natural. Well, I have eleven normally. Okay. In that. All right. Um, you. But we don't roll that. You see, um, that there, there's clockworks patrolling, and they must patrol. You assume the entire perimeter of the plague lands, and that you'd have to like try to get in between them. There's no going around them unless you went all the way around. Them. Which would be like an astronomical distance, I take it. Well, it's what you guys can do that any time. It's just you don't go through the playland. 
mm -hmm. but they seem to be trolling the perimeter. Here is the picture of, you see two kinds of clockwork and only two kinds of clockwork. You see that, and then you see, you see like, you would see a couple of those, and then a f every once in a while you'll see one of these with them. It seems to be there's more of the soldiers than there are the servants. Uh, but not pictured there is the bright light on their chest, which is green. What do you guys do? You know, honestly, if we're going to have to fight one of these things, I'd figure you'd just attack it directly. Then just try and sneak in between and attract two of them. You see, they, they generally walk in pairs of three. Two soldiers with one servant. And then there's big gaps in between these groups of three. I don't know if that is you. The, you're the, <laughs> the citizen. Um, why not? Um, Citizens never get in the way of these things. You don't. You yeah. I was gonna say you don't even have to bother making a check. You know that. No, no. I meant I'm actually saying that to them. Yeah, I'm trying to tell them something. Uh, about uh, the world. You don't need to make a check. You already know this about the world. That clockworks. Um, unless, unless you're really, really ready for a fight, no one bothers with them. Yeah. They <laughs> are. People fear them. We only got yeah. two choices here. We either have to evade or go right at them. Um, we could, I mean... They're six feet tall and weigh 500 pounds, as an idea. So, which do you... Which do you guys want to do? You, you want to hit, you want to hit the, the metal monsters, or do you want to try and sneak in between the metal monsters? Because I, I figure everything breaks eventually, it's just a matter of how hard you hit them. Well, I guess, I think we should try to sneak by them, and if they engage us, then we fight them. Hmm. You want to solid snake this? <laughs> yes. Gonna get rough. Okay. Well, we'll get rough. All right. Um, That's what we can... want to do. Everyone make stealth checks. I'm having such a crappy roll. We're stealth. Oh. It should be in your skills. I see it. Negative four. I roll a twenty. I roll a twenty. You roll a twenty. Sergio? I'm sorry, which skill was it? A uh, stealth. Stealth, okay. And it might be at the um, bottom of the list. Oh, gosh. My math is terrible. I have a nine. You have a nine plus your roll to make 20. No, no, no. Oh. I thought I heard you say 20. My stealth is four. I rolled a five. Okay. And uh, Sergio? My stealth is negative one. I rolled a six, so that's five. As you guys are walking... You hear not only the clanking of his full plate mail and weapons bouncing and spear hitting, Sergio. Full plate mail. I don't even have full mail. I rolled a negative. Okay. I rolled a negative four. And you guys kind of stop. You kind of guys kind of look at each other and realize that you all are not being particularly good at being stealthy. And you stop before you get anywhere near them. Uh, you're like, let's sneak. Cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. Wow. Uh, so you're uh, Thaddeus. Your armor's giving you a lot of. Penalty, so you'd have to like take it off. Yeah. Maybe leave it behind if you wanted to, to go the stealth route. You could, with an acrobatics check, try to time running in between them. Let me see if my armor's gonna slow me. What is your move speed? Um, my moves, uh, thirty feet, six square feet. Uh, there should be a thing there about your move speed with your armor. 
So when you run, I think you can you can run. Let me tell you this: uh, running is how much times your speed. Running. Is running. You know, I'm getting all these great rolls when I don't need them. Yeah, <laughs> is that right. No, I just throw my dice right now. At this point, I rolled for acrobatics and I got 15 total. Five, you can run five times your normal speed. So yeah, if you ran, uh, if you're wearing heavy armor, you can only run four times your speed. Since I'm light armor, I'd run what five times? You said. Um, oh, I apologize. It is it is four times if you're not wearing armor, three times if you're wearing armor. So three times my normal speed? So what, what I would do is I'm going to simply give you a minus two to your roll. <laughs> We're not going to... Guys, I don't, I don't think trying to run in between... Oh, wait, no, I, wouldn't, I, would, I don't have to give you the minus two. It already minuses your acrobatics. Yeah, minus so seven. I won't give you any minus. It's just your acrobatics. It's just our acrobatics straight up. Yep. No roll. You roll plus your acrobatics. I rolled a okay, 20, so. 25. Nice. Right on your feet. Uh, yeah. Just for the future, make the decision before you roll. You can't mm. roll, say, oh, I got a good result. I would like to run. Make this decision before you roll. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna say that I try and hit it until it breaks. Okay, it looks like David's voting for running. It looks like Dom is voting for hitting the brakes. Sergio, you're the tiebreaker. Uh, I don't think we'll survive this. So let's, let's just go with uh, Dave's idea and go get out of this. Go around. I'm going to roll my acrobatics then. Uh, negative one. <laughs> <laughs> Running. Negative one? All right, so we're in a fight. Sergio? I'm not doing this. <laughs> you, you already said you're gonna roll. <laughs> I'm gonna roll. Roll the other way and just. <laughs> what is your roll? What did I roll? I rolled a while ago. It's fifteen. Fifteen. Well, I. Could we can't just let Thaddeus die. Though. I mean, that's not cool. Of course, uh, fifteen was the mark to beat. That's what we call the DC, the difficulty class, was fifteen. So, the two of you had successes. As you run. You guys, uh, you, you kind of hear the client camp him, and you hear him get farther and farther behind. And we, you guys seem to be pretty clear, and you turn around, and you see he is far enough behind you, and you see clockworks are about to intersect with him. What do you two do? How far? Go back and help him. You, can go, you, you have enough time to get back about the time the same clockworks got to him. I see where you go. You go back and drag his butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. I'm sorry. You run back to him, and you get to him about the same time as the clockworks. Uh, excuse me. I want uh, first off, and everyone roll initiative. What do you guys have for initiative? Twenty-four. Twenty-four for David. Oh, about time I got a good stinking roll. You want to roll low? Yeah. Uh, I don't add anything for initiative, right? Uh, Wait. You do. There's initiative. Where are it's you? Not my skills. Where's the mission? Uh, I got a... Stick towards the top left. Below your... 24. Charisma. Below all your... 24. Oh. I, I can roll well, guys. You don't all have right, to uh, What is your initiative modifier, David, and what's your initiative modifier, Dom? Because you guys tie. Plus mine's, six. Yeah, mine's a plus six. Are you kidding me? Okay, what's your dexterity modifier? Uh, plus four. And yours, Dom? Plus one, he wins. Okay. 
then it's you get to, you win that tie. Which um which die do we roll? D twenty. Oh still. Okay. Yep. Oh crap! So, <laughs> the plus three with uh well plus three is my initiative and then I got fourteen so that's a seventeen. Seventeen for searching. It's not terrible. It's not horrible. Okay. The two clockwork soldiers. You see that they have on their shoulders numbers. You have num you have number zero seven, number one one, and the servant has a number zero four. Not that that means anything. If you, zero four. Yep. If you wish to know, that's what they have. Um. The manufacturing number. Maybe. Order that they were popped out. Okay. Okay. So the clockworks, you see, you hear like, you know that sound a projector, an old projector makes when it's changing slides? Yeah. You hear that sound coming from inside the clockworks. And you see a yellow light. Almost as if like a filter came up to change the light. Mm -hmm. Can I picture what I'm saying? And so, and you hear. And the clockwork walks up to you, Thaddeus and walks up to you and gets very much in your face and it's holding its pole arm with two hands and you hear like and it does not attack you but it is staring you down uh, the next clockwork does the same to Sergio walks up and it, the light turns yellow and the clockwork servant stays behind the two uh well, actually, it's not the servant's turn. It is now David's turn. What do you do? They have not attacked. I can still run. <laughs> if we're lucky. Um, I just, um, I aim down on them at the light. You aim at the light. Okay. Do you fire? No. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thaddeus, it's your turn. Mm, I would say because you are running, I'm going to assume that you don't have your weapon readily available. That you'd have to spend a move action to grab out your sword and your shield. Uh, I have my spear in my hand. Okay. Okay. Run, right, you can totally hit running. You. Running with my spear. Totally fine. All right, you have your spear. What do you do? Um. Do I see any kind of apparent opening? No. You could break the light, but you don't have a feeling that that would really, that the light is any sort of operating mechanism. Because this is, oh yes, yeah. I forgot to mention this. This is the first time either of you two have ever seen a clockwork with light. All the clockworks you've ever seen in your life have no lights. This, okay. this must obviously be something, you can get the feeling these are specifically made for patrolling the playlist. Yeah. Well, yeah. Warning. The yellow light probably is like a warning. Don't. Come in closer, I'll mess your day up. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and angle my spear to go upward once it's through the light shaft. Are you attacking or just getting it ready? Uh, I'm just getting it ready at this point. Okay, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, you have a move action back. Or I guess that was a move action, so you have a standard action. Real quick, guys, I really don't know if I want to piss this thing off yet. I agree. But, 
Uh, honestly, I don't think it's going to let me buy. Yeah, it's right on top of you, so you got to be ready to... I, I'm not saying we have to initiate, but... Defensively prepare. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, I'll, I'll end my turn with... Um, uh, you know, I'm going to give this a shot. As a citizen of the Empire, stand aside. I order you to stand aside. And it does nothing except say exactly where it was. Ready to slice me. Ready to slice me? Yeah, it has its both weapons on it, both hands on its polearm. They um, wield, I, uh, what do you call them? Hal not halberds. What do you call these things? Uh, uh quirk soldier. Halberds. It's a halberd. It is a halberd. Uh, I put, you know what? My action is gonna be, I angle my shield to kind of try and okay. stomp the blow in case it thrusts. Very good. I'll, I'll make that, I'll give you plus two to your AC for the next turn. Uh, Sergio, it's your turn. What do you do? Hmm. You have one. You have one right on you, like right, right next to you, with the yellow light. Mm. Uh, okay. mm. How about? I think I'm gonna start a bardic performance. Okay. And what is the bardic performance you would like to start? Mm. Mm. You said our levels are. What level do we start at? Five. Five, okay. So you have Inspire Courage 2, which would help them in the battle. Okay. It gives everyone a, uh, a plus two bonus on saving throws against charm and fear effects, plus two bonus on attack and weapon damage rolls. Yep. Yeah, I think Inspire Courage might be for the best at this moment. All right. He plays a song that makes you guys feel especially courageous, even though it's just a song. Somehow it makes you feel this way. And you feel stronger a little bit. That is a standard action. And would you like to... Oh, is this standard? Yes, it's standard. Do you have anything else you'd like to do for your move action? What other options would I have? You can walk in a direction. <laughs> back up. Back up. But yeah, I'm going to just back up from the, the one that's in my face. Are you going towards the Plaguelands or away from the Plaguelands? I guess towards the playgrounds, deeper into them, in a sense. So you're going to back up towards the playgrounds? Yeah, because that's the direction we're heading. As you back up towards the playgrounds, the yellow light begins blinking, and you hear something kick up a gear. And it steps to you, and it kind of brings Talbert back. Uh, that is the end of your turn. The clockwork servant kind of has his four arms, and it's kind of just like adjusting things in the backs of the clockwork soldiers. It is their turns again. Uh, Soldier 1 is the one against Thaddeus. It does nothing for you. Soldier 2, he steps up to you and does what I just told you. Which makes it David's turn again. Uh, you said he's he's raising his weapon like he's about to swing it? As as Sergio backed up towards the Plaguelands, it brought back its weapon in preparation for a strike. It did not strike, even though it could. And its yellow light began blinking, and it seemed, and things kicked up a gear. It's gears. You heard springs and gears going. Does talking to my to the other guys take my turn? It does not. It is a, it, we call a free action, as long as it's a sentence or two. As long as you're not right. having a, a dissertation. Alright, so I just turned to the other two. What do you guys, what do you want me to do here? I'm already aimed. Um, I mean, 
It, to, I mean, it, it, it's, it's it's getting ready to attack, Surge. Um, there's Kale. We don't see any kind of openings on these things except for the light. Wait, hold on. Where is um, where is David in comparison to the two clockworks? Well, I'm gonna say something real quick before we get. David is. Let's see, it's David clockwork. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I see. Yeah, so you two have clockworks on you. Thaddeus, you're farther away from the playlands. Sergio is closer. David will say you're a little off, maybe 10, 15 feet. With his gun leveled and aimed. Now, uh, you can use a knowledge check to see if you know any weaknesses. It would probably be knowledge. We'll call it engineering. If you have knowledge engineering, you can roll a check to see if you know any weaknesses. Where's my engineering? Where's the engineering? Uh, if you you might not have it, you have to. Some people have it. I don't have it. If you don't have it, then it's just your intelligence modifier. Would disabled device work? No. I've got it. You get the feeling you don't. If you touch them, they would get it. Would get it. <laughs> Can't just wipe the smudges of uh, the duck. Like plague lands off them. Thank you. You yeah. may not enter. <laughs> I've been trying oh, to get that, get that smudge off for weeks. <laughs> Why was I cursed with these wretched hands? I can't even <laughs> hug. Everything I hug dies. Hey, Dave. Yeah. What would happen if you took a pot shot at the servant thing? I was thinking the same thing. Because that, that, that looks like it could... I mean... Yeah, Cute. we could destroy these things. All right. I have a question. Yeah. If if they if either of them attack the servant or the soldiers, well, the one that has its halberd uh, like right about to strike me, it will get an immediate attack on you. But it, it, it will it has what's called prepared action, and if you guys remember in that podcast, uh, a readied action will take place as soon as the trigger occurs. So you'll shoot the servant, let's say, and then it will immediately strike you. It won't wait for it. But can I pick a shot? Can I tell you what I'm shooting at? Absolutely. All right, how about this? I shoot I shoot at the weapon, the one that's about to hit Surge. I, I don't shoot at him. I shoot at his weapon. You want to disarm him? Yes. Mm, okay. Uh, the, Dom, I, I, you guys would be very... You don't have to, but you'd be very much beneficial, Dom, I think, if you made that engineering check and did well on it. I don't have engineering, but can I just roll the d20 anyway? Yep, plus intelligence. Fifteen. Well done. Uh, you see, kind of David, kind of like turn his gun towards the weapon, and you know, having had experience with clockworks, that their their hands are specifically built to grab things. If you look at that picture I sent you, if you still have, yeah, it, I'm looking. Uh, if you see their hands, mm-hmm. they're almost like hinges. And they're specifically designed to be able to disarm and to hold on to them. Okay. Um, so you get, you have a very strong feeling that trying to disarm these things is a fool's error. But if, if he hits the hinge on the hand... He has three hinges, three fingers. So he would still have a thumb and his four fingers. Right. So, so you see David begin to aim at the, at the weapon. Um... Still your turn. 
still my David. Turn. Uh, David. The elbow. I shall aim for the elbow. Okay, I aim for the elbow. Okay, you're going to be doing what is called the called shot. Hey, Internet Explorer, called shots get a benefit because you're aiming at a certain spot. Sometimes it doesn't do damage, but if you're successful, it will do something else. So, a called shot, aiming at an elbow, let's see what that would do. It's an easy shot, so what you'll do is you'll get a minus two, minus two to whatever your roll is. So if it's 1d6 plus 4, or if it's a, a plus 5, it becomes a plus 3. So it's minus 2, and if you hit the arm, you will get... Man, I'm a D12 with my weapon. It deals no damage, but any attack rolls, ability checks, or skill checks made using the wounded arm make it minus two penalty. So, in other words, it gets a minus two penalty to its attack. Or a minus one penalty, because it deals this weapon with two arms. So you won't do any damage to it, but you'll give it a minus one penalty to its attack. Would you like to call shot its arm? Alright, no. I ignore it, and I take a sh- head shot on the servant. Okay. Make your attack roll. <laughs> plus the attack bonus? Uh, no, it just, should be next to your weapon. Four. It should be next to your weapon. Yeah, I rolled a 9. Now, you have point blank shot. You get a plus 1 bonus on attack and damage rolls with weapon ranges, uh, weapons that ranges up to 30 feet. So you're within that range. Okay. So you're going to get a plus 1 from that. You're gonna get a plus one from a uh, plus two from words performance. So you have a plus three on top of whatever your thing says you roll. So that's twelve altogether. Twelve against the servant. I shot at the servant's head. Oh, never mind. As you shoot, the, the bullet ricochets off the servant, and you hear, <laughs> and all the lights turn red. And Sergio, you get attacked. Can I roll an acrobatics check? No, it's, your, it's versus your AC. Oh, AC. Yeah, he's no. hitting versus your armor. What is... Uh, okay. Need a roll, Caleb? What? Need a roll? Do I need a roll? Yeah, you said your system crashed. No, 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 no. I have my dice. Okay. I just figured since I'm notoriously bad at rolling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. All right, so I'm still rolling the D20, right? No, you just... Whatever your AC is. Does a 34 beat your AC? Oh. Oh. A 34? Yes, it's yes I've got, I've got yeah. 15. That beats me by, like, 19. <laughs> okay, well, then it is a hit. Um, if it makes you feel better, it's not a critical. Um, oh, that is good. Yeah. Yeah. 34, and it's not a critical. I wonder what it does. It is a critical. So how much, how much damage am I looking at? You will be happy to know you're going to get the lowest damage possible. So go ahead and take 14 points of damage. You rolled a one, so you're very lucky. Where am I? And you see, he takes the forearm back and he slices again. These guys get two attack per turn. Does a hold on, hold on. What, where's my HP? I can't. HP is at the top, underneath your name. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, geez, fourteen. That's okay. Understood. Four. Uh, does a. 26 beat your AC? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does? Okay. My uh, AC is 15. I'm sorry, not 26, 23. But that's he does 20 points of damage with his second slice. 
son of a gun. Yeah. Acorns, sure get wrecked. Yeah, about to die. We got four He's still playing that song. He's still giving you guys the song. I'm beating Spewing into the saxophone. Blood coming out of my throat down the An action guys would would uh might want to know about is called a withdrawal normally when you run away from a battle you provoke what we call an attack of opportunity but a withdrawal lets you run up to your run speed without getting uh, attack of opportunity so it's like safely running away yeah the negative is you have to be running away i'm gonna recommend you take that so that was david soldier one it's actually now thaddeus's turn all the lights have turned red, and Sergio just got knocked up. I yell, uh, Sergio, run, and I shove my spear as hard as I can right through that yellow blinking light thing. Okay, go ahead and roll attack. 12 plus... Attack bonus? Uh, it should be next to your weapon. Uh, so I, I add that? Yeah, it should Wait, say attack on. plus something. Um, I need that from you. It's not on your sheet? It's, I'm using my spear, not my sword. 19? 19 is a miss. Crap, by far. You stab it and it ching, slices it, you know, kind of slides off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still have a move action. Uh, what do you call it? A, a withdrawal is a full round action. Mm-hmm. Now you need both actions, right? Yep. I try to... Can I still move at all? Yep, you still have move action, but if you do move... You will cause uh, attack of opportunity. Which means it will get one attack. It will, it will attempt to do it. Uh, I shift. Now how close is Sergio? About 10 feet away from you. How far can I move? You can, a shift is 5 feet, which won't provoke an attack of opportunity, or you can move up to 20 feet, but you will get an attack of opportunity. Um, you know, I shift and I get in front of Sergio with my shield in front of me. You cannot do that, because he's right up against You can't get in between them. Okay. No. Crap. You know, I'm going to get right next to him then. Okay. Oh, I'm... You cannot wield your spear. I just noticed this. You cannot wield your spear and your uh, shield at the same time. Okay, from... Uh, I'm going to drop the spear, then I'm, I'm going to do a move Drop the spear. Yeah. And you have your shield. Mm-hmm. Alright, it is now Sergio. What do you do, Sergio? Do you have the withdrawal of full round action if you like? If you do anything but withdrawal, you can't withdraw this round. Takes a you mean for this for this whole battle? I can't. No, for this one round. This one it was just one, your one yeah. turn. It takes up a whole turn to withdraw. Okay, withdrawing that leaves an uh, opportunity for attack, right? It does not. No, scot free. Scot free. Where exactly would I be if I did that? Withdrawing, you're going to be running into the play lines. But essentially, I'd also be leaving them behind in a way. You're with you're with David. David's on your side of the line. He's right. That's correct. Okay, so I'm still going to be backing you guys up. I just won't be in range of their attacks. That's right. Um, attack. Uh, your performance works as long as somebody can see and hear you. They can still see and hear you, so they'll still get the benefits of your performance. Okay, so we're still going to be a 90-foot radius. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, we don't need to beat them. We just need to get away from them 
That's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll back off a bit, but still keep playing. Okay, you bloodily limp away. The thing swings at you but misses as you, as you withdraw. Um, and it is now the servant's turn. You see the servant does uh, just things you don't understand, turning gears and such. It's servant, and it's soldier two, which is up against you, Mr. Sadius. Well, a little more on me now? Uh, no, just, just, I guess, yeah, I guess. You're near the other one, but right now, this one okay. that's specifically looking at you. The other one's looking at Sergio. Mm. It, uh, it's going to roll. It does. Oh. You need a prey. <laughs> what is your AC? 22. Plus 2 that you gave me. 22. Alright, you don't have the plus 2 anymore. Because that was just for that one round. Okay. Uh, 22. That's with your, is that with your shield? Let's see. That is with your shield. Great. Yeah. All right. You need to pray that I roll something three, other than a three or lower. <laughs> Otherwise, you're critical. It is just a normal attack, and you are lucky. See, faith does work, guys. Because uh, God really cares about these kind of things. <laughs> you take twenty-one points of damage. Okay. If you did not, if you did critical you. You would have taken an additional 18. Oh, no, no, an additional 35. Um, he swings at you again. Does a 16 beat your AC? Nope. So there's one slot slices at, uh, he kind of stabs you and pierces your armor. Next time, mm-hmm. it comes down and you block it with your shield. It is now uh, David's turn. You see Sergio running and Daddy is getting attacked. Oh, okay. trail of blood. Loading takes my action, right? It takes a standard action, yes. And if you load, you cannot withdraw. Um, I withdraw to surge without reloading. Okay, you are booking it. And this is now Servant 1's turn, which turns to you, Thaddeus. And oh. does a... 32 beat your AC. Oh, yeah, by a long shot. Take 18 points of damage. Same as last time, so 18. Does a. 20, 36. Does a 18 beat your AC. No, it does not. Now the bounces off your shield again. It's the first shot you weren't looking, so it got you, and then you put your shield up and it hit your shield again, and it is now your turn. I withdraw with them because I'm no, I'm now on their side of the line. So, okay. As you guys are running, you hear <laughs> from both of them, and their move speed. You see them run at you, and what? See, you're They seem to be catching up with you, but are not quite caught up to you. It is now Sergio's turn. Sergio, you got the most distance because it stopped to attack Thaddeus. The rate is you're out in front, behind you is, is David, and behind him you have the soldiers bearing the back of his neck is Thaddeus. What do you do? You, as you're getting to the red mist, your visions begins to be obscured. 
So, that... I can hear myself. That potion isn't... Do you know what it's supposed to? It, it, it is... You don't feel sick, but the mist itself, which is not... The plague, okay, so it's the just difficult to told see. you alchemists made it to right. mark people who have the plague. Uh, it's, it's obscuring your vision. Why don't you make for me a perceptions check? Okay. Eleven. All right. Eleven roll a three. So I got uh, fourteen. Okay, very good. You see what looks like a crumbled building. Uh, it looks like an old kind of watchtower post to your right, and you can't see pretty far ahead of you, but as much as you can see ahead of you, it's clear. <clears throat> um, can I just make a quick suggestion to Thaddeus and Dude that uh, we that we head over there as soon as we are physically able to rest up and prepare for the rest of the journey. Uh, I agree. I like this. You guys are running from these machines of death. I suggest that we uh, rest up and prepare for this battle. Okay, try I me. Agree. Slightly <laughs> panicked, um, sort of yelling, "Hey, we should uh, go over there." Where we can? Caleb, question: How do we? Do I know how the? Do I have any clue how these things see? How they see? No, they have no eyes. Nobody knows how they how they see. It must be through whatever magic brings them to life. Uh, I have a little darkness spell that might help us, but uh, they have no eyes. You notice? Yeah, yeah. One of those wonders that they make how they can perceive the I thought about I thought about using daylight, but that just doesn't seem... Um, it's a surge. That was what you said, but is there anything else you'd like to do? Where would you like to run towards? The distance or into that tower? Into that tower, if possible. Alright, you run to the tower, and you see the doors kind of yeah. busted down, and you rip it open, and you run inside. And you kind of wave your friends in. Uh, it is now the servant's turn. The servant is running behind them. And let, let me tell you if the servant is keeping up with them, and it you see it. You did not damage any of the soldiers, did you? No. Okay. Uh, soldier two is running off. at you, and it's it's in the back of the line, and it's not caught up with you. Makes it David's turn. You see, uh, you see Sergio dive into this tower. Yeah, I follow him in. Follow him in. It is Soldier 1, which is the one that's closest to you there, Dom. Right at your neck. And it is now your turn. Uh, I dive into the tower with him. You dive into the tower. Okay. So you dive into the tower. You hear the soldiers outside. And they do not seem to be coming in. You just hear a lot of noises. You hear a rumbling, rumbling. You hear the of the clockworks. They're very, very loud machines. And your springs and clockworks, and you can kind of hear them walking around the tower. Hey, Erg Drog, what class did you just come from? Pathfinder 102, skills detail. With professors Caleb and Christian, I remember that class. Hey, listen, whatever the question is, the answer is perception. Those guys have a boner for that skill check. Erdrog not need perception. Erdrog not need to perceive someone to hit them with an axe. Today in gym class. Erdrog, please report to the principal's office. Erdrog to the principal's office. Power attacks, legs, and that extra four damage. My strip mod's better than his. Do you 
you know why you're here, Ergdrug? <sighs> Ergdrug, you tried to sunder the gym teacher. He walked into my threatened square. He invoked an attack of opportunity. You only invoke an attack of opportunity when you leave a threatened square, Ergdrog. And you can't even sunder a person. You can only sunder objects. Do we have to send you back to Pathfinder 101? What? With professors Caleb and Christian, who teach new and experienced players everything about Pathfinder? Yes, their classes help everyone to be a better player. If you like Pathfinder, you'll love their classes. Now, I want you to go back through 101, Basic Mechanics, and 103, Combat Detailed with Weapons, okay? Are you kidding me? Erdrog love those classes! Can't wait to take again. Hey, hey! No run actions in the hall! Pathfinder Academy, teaching you everything you need to know about the Pathfinder RPG every Thursday here on the Trailblazer Network. See you in class. What do you guys do? Initiative is over. Let's take a quick look around the tower then, see what's. Okay. See why they're not coming in. Look around the tower. Um, you see. I'll give you a, an automatic 10 year perception. You can take 10 because you're not stressed. Uh, there, it seems to be abandoned for a long time. There's some old hay. Looks very old. Not much else. Is there a second story? There is a second story. You have a feeling that the, the, t- the, the stairs that go around the perimeter of this tower uh, are pretty old. And you wouldn't trust them. Not especially oh. with all the plate mail you have on. Okay. You could try them. Absolutely. Hmm. We're not taking turns, no. so anybody can do whatever they want now. Any order. Um, I check my wounds. Okay. How much HP does Thaddeus have? Very little. Very little. Left. So, yeah. so we're pretty similar right now. No, we're, we're under siege. David. <laughs> yeah. You have the sweetest, strongest feeling to look under a pile of hay that's in the center of the room. Okay. So I do that. Instinct. You see, uh, very strangely, you know, this room is old, dingy. This red mist seems to leave like a red dust on everything. Uh, in bright, clear, as if it had just been taken from the outside and put there a moment ago, is a small box. Almost like a cigar-sized box. You open it up, and you see three potions inside. And they say, in a little note, you open it up, and the note simply says, don't forget the signs. I knew you'd need these. Hmm. When you look and the label on the potion says healing. <laughs> I'm convinced. Yeah, I pick them up and give the give two one to each. You guys see seemingly producing out of nowhere, uh David turns around and has a box of potions and he hands them out to you. Where did these come from? <laughs> I just found them laying on the floor in here. Kind of wonder out loud, is this our benefactor? Someone's looking over us. Uh, word. I forgot to mention earlier. Remember when you got hurt from the goblins and then you slept? Every time you sleep, you get your level back in HP, which is five. And you've slept countless nights. So I don't know if you marked down your sheet, but you started out this battle with full health. 
I figured that I was a fool. Okay. I was hoping I was a fool. Yeah, you <laughs> Every time you guys sleep, you get HP back. You get five back. All right. So you have the but, well, Sorry, let me interrupt. Yeah, I, um, I gotta, I think, word, I mean, how much health do you have, Serge? Right now, four. He looks uh, funny you mention that same one I have. Pretty <laughs> cool, about dead. Nice. <laughs> There's, um, I do have an ability called Fast Healer. You do. As well as another ability called Die Heart. Generally, just makes me hard to kill. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, fast healing. Basically, I just get more back when I sleep. So there's that too. Um, so, where is fast healing? I'm trying to look on your sheet for it. It's okay. First, it appears under beats. Oh, I, I, I found it. I found it. Yeah. Uh, when you regain hit points by resting or through magical healing, you recover an additional points equal to half your Constitution modifier. So you get plus one every time you heal. Um, and death of spirit. There's that too. Do you guys want to use the potions now, or do you want to wait? Well, I'm not, I'm not hurt. Yeah. Um, Serge is sleeping. Yeah, I think we should sleep first. See how much we get back. That way, if we need them in further you'll get confrontations, back five. In surgery, you'll get back six. If you sleep. Well, I guess um, I answered that. We <laughs> have. I, I have. I have lay on hand. You do, Mr. Doctor. Light on hand? Paladin has a special ability called Lay on Hands. Okay. And what he can do with this, as soon as I bring it up here, he can heal 2d6 points worth of hit points. 2d6 But, guys, remember there was three and I'm not hurt. If you drink the two, we still have a, a spare. That's true. What do you wish to do? Mm -hmm. See, see, I'm I'm stingy when it comes to stuff. <laughs> want to hoard those items and save them for the real tough times. Yeah, exactly. Like the Sephiroth fight. If you're dead, they are useless. Now, how many items do you have in your pockets? Just uh, like you do you. have the healing ability. It's part of your class as a paladin. You can totally heal two d six points of damage six times a day. You know, I'm gonna use four of those today. Okay, go ahead, and uh, I guess two on you, two on him, or four on yourself. Two on him, two on him. Two, on, two on him, two on me. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and roll 2d6 and do that four times. Uh, nine. Hold on, keep going. Eight. That's right. for him. So nine and eight, 17. 17 hit points backward. That's 21. 11. Six. 17 for me. That worked out strangely well. You, your wounds start binding up, but they leave behind scars, and you're not completely healed yet. Okay. You hear the clockworks get quieter and quieter, and you get the feeling they have walked back to the perimeter. Um, I'd say we rest up. Wait, hold on. It's, it's in the middle of the day. <laughs> you guys got there early morning. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are kind of busted up. We could still... Well, it's a once-a-day kind of... That's a once-a-day kind of... I'd say you two would be fine to rest, but they would probably stay up. Not like full night sleep, just like so then, a nap. A nap wouldn't heal. You gotta get eight hours to get health back. Okay. Hey, what do you want to do? I'm oh, sorry, I was away right there. Did you guys get healed? They. Um, oh, he he used an ability to heal them a little bit, and you heard the clockworks go back to the perimeter. 
So you're safe as, I guess you're safe from them. I wouldn't call you safe. So they're totally out of sight? Yes, you look out the window and they're so, the mist obscures your sight and they're gone. Let's just keep, I don't think we should stop. I think we should head in and put some distance between us and them. Yeah. What's your current HP there, uh, Thaddeus? Um, 21, I think. And uh, what's yours, Sergio? 21. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> you both had four, and then you both are at 21. I, I, I might have more, but I'm not sure. Um, a rough estimate puts me at 21. Oh, add two to your healing word, because you have the ability to get one. So you actually add have two more health than, than that. Wait, I, I do, or he does? Sergio does. Okay, so that's of it, 20. Because of his fast healing. Okay, so 23. Alright. Um, you know... I, I, I'll agree with David that we should keep going, but I think that each of us should have one of those potion things on us. Yeah. It's probably for the best. We each hold one of the healing potions you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So I can. So either Sergio or myself, if we're getting close to something, something is sketchy, to throw it, throw it back like a shot real quick. And... Okay. Okay. So we, we head deeper. You get out of the tower and you begin going and. Um... You find it difficult to, to figure out which way is which in the mist. You're not sure if you're going north, south, east, or west or anymore. You can't see the sun. It is very dark in this mist. You need to make, and you can all make this, survival check. Natural one plus two. Three. Four. Uh, natural six plus two. You don't need to tell me the naturals, unless it's a one or a twenty. <laughs> Uh, what did you get, David? I'm rolling the d20, right? D20 plus your survival. Uh, 23. 23, okay. They're kind of... You do like... And uh, Sergio, you're like, we should go this way. And you, and you see they're going back north. And, you're, <laughs> and you know exact... You, you have exact sense of which way is south. And you see them going the opposite direction. You're like, no, no, hey, guys, guys. You tell them which way to go. Okay. You guys begin going south. Mm-hmm. Going, and you can hear as you're walking whispers all around you. You can't distinguish where they're coming from. There's not like whispers in your head. You can physically actually hear these whispers. You hear like little movements in your periphery. I draw my sword. You draw your sword. And shield, I take it? Yeah. Okay. So you're walking through. And soon, I'd say maybe an hour walking in you come across uh, another abandoned building should we keep going guess let's see if there's anything inside like maybe more potions that'll get that lucky you can hear whispers around you it seems like there's more now what time of day is it you can't tell because of the mist it's dark Remember, you started this early in the day, so it's not late. What's the building look like? It's decrepit. The roof is caved in a little bit. It's an old, like, thatched roof. It's a, it's an older building. Any windows? Yes, but they've all been broken. They've all been what? Broken. Uh, so, but the, there's nothing obstructing my view in the window. No. I glance in. Okay, you see a, a building that has been destroyed by weather, and it's 
just seems like it's been left alone for so long and it's falling apart. No furniture or? There is, but it's old. Uh, nothing to, uh, to indicate it's occupied currently. Hmm. You know, this is where I, I never watched Home Improvement, but this is the one episode I did watch. And it's the episode where the city guy who checks out buildings goes and checks out the guy's garage. He says, I left my favorite pen in there, and I'm too afraid to go back in to get it. Hmm. Well, thank you for that story, uh, Dom. What would you like to do? Uh, Sounds like you're saying skip it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Right. That's fine. As you guys are walking through, you hear more whispers, and you begin to see little green lights around your periphery. These are not the same big, bright green lights as the clockworks. They're small. There's always sets of two. They're very faint. Nice. Possibly. And your whispers are small. I don't know. Keep moving. Guys, we're surrounded by golems. Go ahead David. and make another... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. sorry, David. Is your weapon loaded? That's assumed, right? Since yeah, every time you're out of battle, I assume you reload it. Okay, cool. Go ahead and make another survival check. Natural 20. Uh, Seven. 17. 19. Okay, you guys know where you are going. You keep going that way. You, uh... These green lights, some of them get brighter. And then you see somebody step into view... And this person does not look like a person. His flesh is gray, clinging to his bones. He is emaciated. You hear his breathing. You can hear it. It's... His eyes appear wider and bigger since there's like less meat because they're so emaciated around him. And their eyes are completely green. And you now immediately realize why no one wants to catch the plague. Is it, uh, should we get him shuffle around him? He walks to you and he says, What are the healthy to the land of the sick? And more people begin to come out from around the mist around him. You see they are wielding weapons. Small weapons. Daggers, short swords. We don't want to fight you. We want to help you. He does what you assume is supposed to be a laugh, but it sounds like the saddest and most painful thing. Uh. And he says, Help us like the emperors helped us. I sheathe my sword. And he looks at you and he says, What are you going to do? Change the mist to blue. <laughs> to, to what? Blue. 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 Okay. <laughs> hey, Caleb. Yes. Side question. Would a laying on of hands of this guy do anything? You don't know. Laying on hands generally heals wounds, not diseases. There's yeah, special things for curing diseases. No, no, no. But 
as whether or not he's, he has any physical wounds, you can't tell because he looks so just so terrible. What is it that you need? Say again? What is it that you need? To be cured. And he points. What's in the pack? Take off your pack. Put it on the ground and back away. That stuff ain't worth losing. The stuff isn't worth losing your life over. And look and at you him. see they all kind of prepare their weapons. Uh, you guys have anything to say before I yeah. Real quick count. How many are we talking about? You look around and you look like you might be surrounded by about eight or nine. Okay. Again, they look very, very terrible, very feeble. Can we do a wish check on this? You can if you wish. A what check? What would happen is you would say something, kind of, and if I thought it was good enough, I would let you roll the plums. Um, I got, I think I got one. Okay. Um, these guys first, though. Okay. Um, you, you know, I kind of want this mission to the Emperor and all. You could try and bargain with that. I know he seems to hate the Emperor, but since we're on a mission to the Emperor, we can try and use that as a bargaining chip. Well, he also said, uh, turning it blue. That sounds like it could be a, a bargaining chip, too. Yeah. That was him. It was a joke. Oh, I'm very, it was a joke? I'm very apparently bad at sarcasm. He was being sarcastic. Like, what He's are you going to do for change the color of the mist? Well, I don't know about you guys, but they ain't taking our packs. No. Yeah. Um... You know, we, I mean, we can try the bargaining chip, and if it doesn't work, we still have plan B. Let's just ask them nicely to move. That's not going to happen. No no pass. But, we, but in a nice way. Uh, we're, on a, we're on a mission to the Emperor. We can't give you our packs, but if you let us through, we have a meeting with him personally. We'll do what we can. You have my word. As a Christian. Yeah. Oh, whoa. As you say that, he looks at you and says... What do you say? Because uh, I don't swear, I say feck. So that's what that's going to be. It's the F word. Feck your God. And feck all his followers. Oh, no, they no, haven't no. helped us. You're not going to drop your packs. We'll drop you. What do you do, Dom? <laughs> Has he? This might be obvious. I'm just, and I'm just not paying attention. Has he taken any aggressive stance? Yes, they're all aggressively standing. And he just said, "Feck your god," and he's about to move in on you. Do you do or say anything to your friends? Well, so wait. What did uh, what did he say before that about Christian? Nothing. When you said you were Christian, you said, "F your god." They have uh, your, your god hasn't helped us. Did you say this area was full of darkness before? It's, uh, all Even light from the sky is obscured from the mist. Okay. Um, like there's a faint like red glow to everything. Everything's kind of in a red light. Almost as it's filtered. It's filtered through the mist. So this is going to sound ridiculous. I'm here to help you. I don't want to fight. Oh no, Dom, Dom, oh no. Um, I'm still thinking out loud, hold on. I want to shout something at you. 
Yeah. Well, you can't say something like that. No, 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 all, no. All I will say is one more time, he insults your god and it acts aggressive. What do you do now? Let's not stop the first person and 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 the he walks over to you with his knife drawn. Are you gonna take off your pack, or are you not going to? What's in my pack? All your stuff, including the scroll. I assume your weapons are not in your pack, aside from your weapons. Uh, I look at him and I, I take off my pack and I say, there's a very special object in here. Please treat it with care. He takes a pack and he throws it unkindly behind him and it lands on the ground in front of his one of friends and he swings to punch you in your face. Are you in any way going to try to resist no. it? No. He hits you in the face. Do it. <laughs> Only four points of non-lethal damage. Non-lethal damage. When non-lethal damage reaches your max HP, you fall unconscious. Okay. So four points of non-lethal damage. You guys see him punch him in the face. You can start the bat. There's a, I think it's called battle music. Is this, is, I think it's what it's called. Battle. It's just called battle. Go ahead and start that music if you like. And um, you guys see him punch. What do you two do? People around you seem to be in close... Uh, uh, just watching. Start butter performing. Um, I go uh, unarmed strike on him. Tom, you see David about to retaliate. I I get in between the two of them when I turn my other cheek. Wow. That so happens to you. He can actually you and die as you're about to punch him. Uh, Sergio, what do you do? Well, first, we'll solve the punch. He, 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 he punches you in the gut, but it doesn't hurt you. It actually hurts his hand a little bit because you have your armor on. Mm -hmm. And he looks enraged by that. Uh, we're, uh, Sergio, what do you do? I use a fascinate on, well, Hammond, I guess, another one of them. I don't know how many of them there are that are... There's nine, but let me tell you how many your thing affects. It might affect everybody. Let me tell you. Uh, it says two targets. Oh, it's two. Okay, so well, you two want... targets DC sixteen. I don't know what DC is. Uh, that's like their level. Um. Yeah. Oh, DC. Where is this? Oh, I see. I see. I see. Well, that's that's their um that's their ability to resist it. Go ahead and play, and you're going to fascinate the guy punching him and just some other random person. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, and you're going to roll. Uh, he gets a save versus... This is Fascinate. DC 16. Will I want to right, so shield. I want to shield back this guy so bad right now. 
he gets a wheel save of 17 he needs to beat with his will is he exactly saves the other guy saves completely so if the creature saving throw succeeds the bard cannot attempt to fascinate that creature again for 24 hours if the throw fails the creature sits quietly and observes the performance for as long as the bard continues to maintain it well fascinating okay they seem not to pay attention to you it is I can tell you right now it's dumb luck it's not because they're supposed to be normal um just roll high. Uh, you start playing your song, and like some of them kind of look at you strangely. It almost works as fascinating because they're like, "Why the heck is he playing his song?" Um, the guy uh, goes to punch you again, and he does seven points of non-lethal damage. You feel your nose almost crack. He punches you right in the face, and he says, "What's the matter, Christian?" Too kind and gentle to fight back. And someone, uh, David, you hear somebody coming up from behind you. And he goes, and he goes over to kick Dom. Do you interfere? Well, you're saying that... Someone's coming up from behind you to go and kick Dom. But Dom... In front of you. Dom I'm sorry, broke, Thaddeus. But, but Thaddeus broke us up. You, Thaddeus wouldn't let me hit him, right? Right. Um, what do you do? Nothing. The guy goes right past David, and all of a sudden, Dom, you, f you feel the right behind your knee get kicked, and it brings you to your knees. Mm. And you hear that very gross-sounding laughter again coming from the main guy. And he now wields his dagger, and uh, he looks at you and says, So much for a Christian, huh? It puts the dagger right to your eye. And do you do anything? I ask him if he's ever had, as if he's ever had the Bible read to him. Bible. No, no, I, I've asked him. I asked him if he's ever heard of the Healing Christ. He looks at you and says, "No, but you're gonna need it in a second. And as he goes to stab you, you hear. You hear. And you see red lights come out of the mist. And the guy kind of turns around. And, he's like, and you hear him say, run away! He gets stuck in a halberd and lifted up into the sky. The halberd's taken away and he falls to the ground. You see everybody starts running in all directions. And you see clockwork cutting him down left and right. And the sound is, is crazy loud. Go ahead and do the clockwork. You know, I think that... The, the the pimp said not to stop this guy. He said nothing about running from the clockwork. That is correct. <laughs> the clockwork start chopping everyone down. One soldier turns over to you, David, mm -hmm. and comes straight at you, looks at you, and you see the red. You hear the sound of the projector changing. You see it's yellow and it's blinking. And then he turns and goes past you, and the light turns red again, and he goes after someone else. Uh, maybe for about two minutes this happens, and then everyone seems to be running away, and the clockwork's gone chasing them, and you're alone. And the wind kind of blows, and the mist kind of goes away, and you look around, and you realize you're not in the plague lands. You had cut the corner of the Plaguelands. You went in and out. 
So you get the immediate idea that the clockworks, you guys were outside, and there was people who were plague on the outside. Mm. And they're designed to stop those people. And that must have been what happened. Hmm. And the next patrol clockwork is a little ways away, so you guys are in the clear for the next couple minutes. What do you guys do? I check my bag to see if the scroll's still there. It is. Everything is still there. Some stuff spilled out, but you put it all back in the bag, and the scroll's there. Hmm. Uh, the numbers. You might want to write these down. The numbers on these clockwork were 07, 77, and 70. One of the numbers was the same from last time. Mm-hmm. And these are just backwards versions of like the same thing. So if you write them all in an order, it's just the same number. Yeah, it does, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I look at them, so what next? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're kind of right back where we started. Either we go back in or we go around. You have a you have easy access to get back in because there's a big gap in the clockwork from the battle. What do we have to lose? Besides our lives. Eye. Yeah, my eye. Wait, we can heal that, actually. <laughs> I've actually got these spells. They're pretty cool. Oh, okay. For the record, healing doesn't bring back lost body parts. Unless it's uh, sent to me. Yeah. I think there's a thing called restoration that will heal body parts. You guys want to head back in? Mm. If you're willing. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh. Can't hurt any more than it has, right? And uh, you guys go back in. And you make it a, a, a good point to figure out your direction before you go back in. So that you mm-hmm. don't cut any more corners. Yeah. Unless you wish to have another interaction with Clockwork. No. Um, you uh, you walk back at, out and uh, you're going through. Alright, give me a second. What? So you're walking. You uh you get through and, and um you uh you end up up you happen upon it takes a, a while but nothing happens in this while let's say maybe four maybe five days you're on your fifth day we'll say you get to the old town of Mountain Creek and this is the town where the plague originally started so that you you you're you're, you're in the center. Or if not in the center, a little south of the center. So you've made a lot of progress uh, of the plague lands. So like your next stop is going to be uh, the Empire. But you see this town, and the town is full of these people who are, again, gray, emaciated, flesh clinging to their bones, breathing. You can hear the creepy breathing everywhere, and they all have these bright green eyes. But none of them seem aggressive. Uh, and um, someone comes up to you guys and says... Hail, travelers! Pretty brave to be walking in about the plague lands. What do you say? Hello yourself. <laughs> I'd like to hear our melody. He goes, how you doing? 
I don't click the button. The guy looks at you and says, I would love to hear music again. Says what? Said that kind of look. I would, would love, love to, hear music. to hear music again. I am here. I have my services if you would like to have them on display. Please, come in. Why don't you play for the whole town? Is there anything in particular you'd like to hear me play? He names the song that you was. No, I'm joking. Uh, anything would be a delight. And he, and he kind of waves you in to follow him into the town. Okay. I take it, you guys follow. Mm-hmm. Again, stop me if anything you, I say you're doing, you're not doing. Uh, you go over and, and, and uh, you go over to uh, look at this town center. There's like a, there's like a, um, a fountain there, and you see a statue. It looks newer than the rest of the town, and it's a statue of the emperor. <laughs> and um, American son of a gun, isn't he? And uh, <laughs> the people all say, "Come here, come here." We have healthy people in our midst. Everybody seems kind of a little excited, and some of them offer you food and stuff, but the food looks really nasty. Uh, and it, it, it's covered in that red dust. Maggot ridden bread. Um, I wouldn't say maggots. It just looks gross. Oh, okay. It, it looks like maggot ridden bread without the maggots. Oh. Um, <laughs> and. Holy um, bread. And they all say, We have healthy people. We have a bard. He's going to play music for us. And you, you see, like, women, and, and there's a few children, not many children at all. But the children you see, it's very depressing to look upon. Um. Many children don't survive. They're lucky if they survive the plague. Um, and they're all sitting there ready to hear you play. Alright. I start playing uh, Will Survive. <laughs> <laughs> First, I was afraid. Alright. That, that would actually seem a little too uh, almost sacrilegious in a way. <laughs> yeah, you play, uh, you see some of them like, try to dance a little bit. They're kind of fragile in the dance. But you know, they're having a little fun. You seem to relieve them for a few moments of their flight. And um, they're not up their blight. And uh, one person, the person you first talked to, you said, you, you look tired. You've been traveling for a long time. Why don't you stay in my house tonight? And give you rest and clean water and food. I can't promise the food's clean. And kind of smiles. That was kind of you. It's very, very kind of very gracious. And you see, uh, he, he had, like, his wife is standing next to him. <laughs> I don't know what you guys think. Do we go? I, I, I want to help these people, but it, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> yet. Yeah, yeah. Keyword. We'll get to that emperor son of a gun. Mm-hmm. We'll have a stern talking to that young man. Say the water's clean. Do you trust it? Do we have water on us? You do. You have all provisions you need. Um. Can we do one of those? We throw the water away when he's not looking. Yes, say, oh, that, that was great water. Yes, you can absolutely. <laughs> so you guys want to go to his house with him? Yeah. All right. Okay. He goes and he sets you down, and it, 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 you, you get the feeling that he is sacrificing his own food to provide you food. And um, and it's just him and his wife. And, and they're sitting down to talk to you, and they say, What brings you into the Plaguelands? It's few who, who spend the money and time to come through the Plaguelands safely. Should we tell them? Let's just tell them that we're using it as a shortcut in our travels, but not tell them where we're going. Say what you're going to say. 
Uh, we're traveling south. We needed a quick way to get across. It was a month around or four days through, so we went through. Many people do that as well. I understand. We have travelers come through. It is almost always the reason. Core Hall is a big place. A lot of people want to go there. And, uh... Yes, he knew that we're going to Core Hall. Yeah, oh, we didn't tell him that. He's assuming. Going south, the next town is Core Hall. It's the okay. big capital. It's the metropolis. Just assuming. Fair assumption. Um, he, uh, he says to you, uh... You do me a favor when you get there? And he goes, If you happen to run into the Emperor, can you tell him thank you? For what? God. He's the reason we're still alive. He, he gives us food. He makes sure people don't come in and hurt us. He sends his clockwork in to save us. They bring in supplies. Without him, we'd be dead long ago. He points, taps to his eyes, which are glowing green like everybody else's, and he says, He gives us this vision which lets us see through the mist. If it were not for him, we would all be dead. Hmm. As you saw so, in the town square, we built a statue to honor him. Okay. Long time ago, before the plague, we had many a good crafter here. Many a good stonesmith. Is there anything you need? Besides a cure? <laughs> he gets, uh, besides it here what we need is given to us by the supplies it's a shame the mist rottens our food but no good good food will be wasted on us anyway <laughs> I don't know if it's true but we hear that when the senate voted on whether or not to come and kill everyone in the plague lands that the emperor stood up for us he said that sick people, that, they ha that the Empire has a right to take care of its people, especially the sick. He quarantined us instead of burning us. We don't blame him for the clockwork. He doesn't want it to spread to the rest of the Empire. The, the woman speaks up for the first time and says I know we don't have much but we have our son's room and our daughter's room upstairs they were gone quickly you can use their rooms that is quite kind of you extremely I do warn you though it is safe I'm sure you already know to steer clear of the clockwork they do not appreciate the healthy in the land of the sick and there are some of us who are not well, let's just say the plague can turn people. It makes bad people even worse. When you're in this situation, sometimes you give up what's right and wrong. So there are people who, who are in the plague lands who are away from the city. I would steer clear of them. How, I mean, what's the history of the plague? No one knows how it started. This is the woman speaking. No one knows how it started. It just happened. And, and then it spread. And then there was a riot. We heard of riots in Core Hall. Arcturus 
which is the name of the old emperor. He, he quarantined <coughs> us first, and we didn't know what was going to happen to us. And after the riots, when Valerian took over, he did all those things I told you. He spread the red mist so that anyone who had the plague couldn't leave without being noticed and gave us our vision and our supplies. We obviously can't grow any food here. The land is destroyed. It's as if you had salted the earth. I just thank God, the gods, that it is Valerian that was in charge and not his father when it came time to make a decision about us. His father would have killed us in a second. And her, and, uh, her, her husband kind of puts a hand on her shoulder and says, It's best not to think about those things, honey. Um, yikes. I asked them if there's anything that we can do for them while we are here to help lighten their spirits. Uh, the girl smiles and says, If you play one more of those songs before you leave, I'm sure everyone would appreciate it. Especially the kids. That's not a problem. What time of day is it? You don't know. <laughs> Can we ask them uh, what yeah. time it is? Sure. He kind of looks at the window and says, maybe around midnight. That's right, because they can see the news. Mm. Is there a way to politely say that we would wish to sleep? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. However you want to do it. Well, they already offered it, right? Yeah, they already offered it. Sure. All right, so you guys want to stay the night? Yeah, we'll stay the night. Uh, stay up in shifts, though? Yeah. Okay. okay. You guys go to bed, and they give you blankets and things, and again, everything's covered in a red mist. Which, Wait. Pretty much 30 minutes after you entered the mist, you guys got covered in it as well. Mm-hmm. It's just dust. What are you going to say, Doc? How many days have we been here? This is your fifth day, so going to sleep, you'll be your sixth day the next day. How many... How long is the function last for? Seven. seven. Okay. Ooh, seven days. And you all have another one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll go to sleep and shift. Okay. I think uh, that's a good place as any to stop. Asleep okay. in the plague lands. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For more Pathfinder podcasts, visit tblazer.net. Your players have been David, Dom, and Word, and Caleb has been your GM. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening. <laughs>